What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Barra. And I'm Dave Smith. It is Friday, December 9th, and we've got the news you need and want to know. Plus, our favorite game, Two Headlines and a Lie. But first, here's the latest. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema is leaving the Democrats and registering as an independent. She made the announcement in a video today. Registering as an independent and showing up to work with the title of independent is a reflection of who I've always been. And it's a reflection of who Arizona is. The first-term senator tells Politico that nothing will change in the way she votes. She and West Virginia's Joe Manchin have often hindered the more progressive ambitions of Biden's agenda. But Cinema says she doesn't plan to caucus with Republicans next term, so Democrats will maintain their majority. She joins two other independents, Bernie Sanders of Vermont and Angus King of Maine. Brittany Griner is officially back in the U.S., Her plane landed early this morning in San Antonio. Her first stop was to see a doctor, and U.S. officials say the WNBA star is in good health and good spirits. Griner spent the last 10 months in Russian custody after being arrested on charges of drug possession and smuggling. After months of negotiations, the Biden administration secured a prisoner swap for Russian arms dealer Victor Boot, who has been nicknamed the Merchant of Death. Boot has already landed in Moscow and has been pictured hugging his wife. The Justice Department is asking a federal judge to hold Donald Trump's office in contempt for the Mar-a-Lago classified documents fiasco. According to the Washington Post, the DOJ says Trump failed to comply with a subpoena issued in May that ordered him to turn over all classified documents. An FBI raid in August turned up hundreds of documents at Trump's estate. A key issue now is that Trump's lawyers have refused to designate a custodian of records who would attest that all classified documents have been turned over. As recently as last month, Trump's team turned up more classified material kept in a storage unit. A federal judge will decide later today if Trump is to be held in contempt. The Game Awards were held last night, and Elden Ring, the collaborative effort between Dark Souls maker From Software and Game of Thrones author George R.R. Martin, won Best Game. But one of the most talked about moments was unrelated to gaming entirely. Basically, a random fan quietly got up on stage with the Elden Ring team and said this. You know, real quick, I want to thank everybody and say that I think I want to nominate 
this award to uh, my reformed Orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. Thank you, everybody. To be clear, this guy could have said anything. He could have made a political statement, at least a coherent one. He could have actually made a good joke. But instead, he said this. No official word on who he is, but one Twitter user posted message receipts last night saying the young man planned this moment days ago. In any case, he was arrested after the show. Listeners, we have a big announcement. We do. The refresh from Insider is ending. Yeah, it's true. It's been a blast being the first podcast to give you the very latest news throughout the day, and we have loved keeping you up to date. But it's time for us to wrap things up. Don't worry, though. We still have one more week together. And we will cherish that week. Our last day is next Friday, December 16th. Until then, here's more of the latest news. And as always, thanks for listening. Sam Bankman-Fried now says he is willing to testify before Congress regarding the collapse of his crypto exchange FTX. The former CEO tweeted that he'll take part in a hearing on Tuesday. This all came from a back and forth he's had on Twitter with Congresswoman Maxine Waters. She's the chair of the House Financial Services Committee. Bankman Freed had previously told Waters he wasn't sure he had enough information on what went wrong to appear. She told him that given the various interviews he's given to the media since the collapse, he knows enough for an official testimony, and a subpoena is at the ready if he doesn't do so voluntarily. Elon Musk has been working with outside journalists to post so-called Twitter files, which are more or less insidery looks at how Twitter makes policy decisions regarding things like how and why it suspended certain users. Musk is doubling down on this idea of transparency, saying the company is working on a software update to show whether users have been shadow banned, and he says it will include the reason why and how to appeal. Shadow bans, by the way, are when your account is not suspended or banned, but no one can see your posts unless they specifically search for your account. Last month, Musk made it clear that the new Twitter is about freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. So this would be Musk's way of helping users achieve reach again if they previously violated a Twitter policy. Meta is changing its performance review targets, which means even more people might be pushed out the door. Two sources tell Insider that the company wants managers to double the number of people in the lowest level categories during January reviews. That would make it easier to let go of more people or to just force them out. 11,000 people were already laid off in November in an attempt to cut costs. If people do leave, more could be marked as this thing called non-regrettable departures, which basically just makes it harder for them to return. Trevor Noah ended his seven-year run as Daily Show host last night with some final thoughts. Please don't forget that the world is a friendlier place than the internet and the news will make you think. He gave thanks to the correspondents and staff of the show and, in an emotional final message, imparted one last wish for his audience. I always tell people, if you truly want to learn about America, talk to black women. Yeah, because... Unlike everybody else, black women cannot afford to f*** and find out. Black people understand how hard it is 
when things go bad, especially in America, but any place where black people exist, whether it's Brazil, whether it's South Africa, wherever it is, when things go bad, black people know that it gets worse for them. But black women in particular, they know what is. Talk to black women. They are, they're a lot of the reason that I'm here. And so I'm grateful to them. I'm grateful to every single one of you. This has been an honor. Thank you. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. Yes, and of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here to play with us. Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than women's jean sizes. That's true. Dave and Rebecca, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. Also, Maddie, last week for the second time in a row, you beat us both. She's a witch. Burn her. (laughs) I'm smarter. I'm I'm smarter. (laughs) Okay, Maddie, give us this week's headlines. Okay. Headline A, only six people showed up to the EU's $400,000 party in the metaverse. Aww. I know, right? Uh, Headline B, startup that laid off 20% of its workforce draws outrage for paying Dua Lipa $200,000 to perform at holiday party. And headline C, rogue wild turkey led by Kevin terrorizes residents of Woburn, Massachusetts. (laughs) Kevin? Oh, these are good. First of all, I love all of these headlines. I love them so much. These are 10-10. I'm going to say that that B, the startup of like that paid Dua Lipa $200,000, that feels too real. So real. Kevin the Wild Turkey in just like terrorizing a town in Massachusetts, I think. Uh, that I'm, You know, that sounds ridiculous, but I'm also going to say that feels real too. Because the I'm going to say that A... Six people showing up to a $400,000 metaverse party, as hilarious as that is, like, there's definitely more than six people who work in PR who showed up for that. You really think so? Yeah, as, like, hilarious as as that is, um, I I don't believe that's real. That, to me, feels like the fakey. So I'm going to go with A, the metaverse party. (gasps) I'm going to go with C as the fake one, just because it's so specific, like the turkey and Kevin. And (laughs) I I feel like the specificity is meant to trick us. Mm. Now I'm doubting myself immediately. And I have a feeling that A is the fake one, but I'm going to stick to my guns. I love the idea of Kevin the turkey, though. But is it Kevin the turkey or a guy named Kevin (laughs) with the turkey? (laughs) Who's the leader of the turkeys. The headline doesn't specify. That's okay. I'm sticking with it. I'm going to go ahead and say C. Let's do it. All right. Well, Maddie, what's the sitch? Congratulations to none of you. What? You're both wrong. Oh my God. It's the the fake headline was the Dua Lipa startup layoff. Oh my God. It does sound realistic though, right? But it's not real. Maddie is schooling us. Is that three weeks in a row? Absolutely. Wow, Maddie. Wow. You should just write the news because like the real news. Yeah. Not that interesting. It's not that just good. Just kind of depressing, kind of sad. I like yeah. your news better. Agree. Thank you so much. I'm going to start my own media company. It's called Maybe Fake. I don't know. (laughs) Catchy. Maddie, tell us about these real headlines. Oh, I would love to. So, yes, the European Union spent over $400,000 on a party in the metaverse, and only six people showed up. (laughs) The EU advertised the 24-hour event as a beach party, offering music and fun. (laughs) 
I love the idea of a bunch of like bureaucrats being like people like beaches. Uh. This is like work Zoom happy hour on steroids and just so much worse. Yeah, its purpose was to launch the EU's Global Gateway Strategy, a program that seeks to raise billions of dollars to help the world recover from the pandemic. <laughs> and <laughs> just sadder and sadder every sentence. One journalist who attended said the five other guests there left only an hour into the event, leaving him as the only remaining attendee. People stayed for an hour? <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> But like, honestly, if I'm going to go to a bad party, I hope it's in the metaverse because then I can just remove my headset and immediately go to bed. (laughs) All right. And tell us about the other headline, Maddie. Yes. So a gang of five wild turkeys have been terrorizing a small town in Massachusetts and their fearless leader is a turkey named Kevin. Love it. The turkeys roam in a pack, making loud noises, pecking and kicking at children, assaulting postal workers and attacking car tires. Apparently, they've been doing this for years, but it's gotten worse lately. And that's why I don't believe in the president pardoning turkeys anymore. <laughs> how do you how do you like distinguish the leader from a pack of turkeys? The one in the hat. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's wearing the hat, guys. <laughs> he has a badge that says in charge. Yeah. And, and a name tag that says, hi, my name is Kevin. <laughs> Kevin written in in blood. Well, Maddie, this was delightful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And be sure to visit morningbrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next week for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Friday, and we want to give a shout out to the team that makes our show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Grace Eliza Goodwin, Frank Alito, Dan Gooding, and us, Dave Smith. And Rebecca Ibarra. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. As always, thanks to Andy Bowers for his guidance and our senior producer, Rob Gunther, who's spending time with his new baby. We hope you have a great weekend. <laughs>